Happy New Year's from Savvy Citizen. On today's show, we're closing out 2023 with a bang with a Gaston County tradition that goes way back. Janet and I speak with the Cherryville New Year's shooters who have kept their tradition up for 250 years. Rusty and Charles have some stories to tell. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Savvy Citizen. I'm Elizabeth McGee, your host today, alongside Janet Schaefer. Hello. And we have some wonderful folks on the podcast today, um, Rusty Wise and Charles Sisk with the Cherryville Shooters. What, what, New Year's Shooters. New Year's Shooters. Is it, it's a club, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the official name of the club? Cherryville New Year's Shooters. Cherryville New enough. Year's Shooters. Yeah, Cherryville New Year's Shooters. New Year's. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Y'all have a pretty packed schedule coming up in the next couple of days. Uh, would you give us the honor of going through all the events that are leading up to New Year's and what's going to happen on New Year's? Yeah, it starts in December, and we have meetings or organizations, so we are incorporated, so we have a board of directors. And so we generally have four meetings in December before New Year's Day, and we always shoot on New Year's Day. Now, what the organization does, and it's been, I'll give you a little brief history. Mm-hmm. The Cherville New Year Shooters is doing something that's been done basically for thousands of years. It started over in Europe in the German, Germania area. And back then they were called the Mummers. And that tradition came over from, it's a lot of mix of Irish and Swedish and German. And most of the immigrants came through Philadelphia. And they were called the Mummers. Now, the Mummers still keep the parade in Philadelphia. And I don't know if you've ever seen the Mummers parade. It's kind of like they put on skits and they mm-hmm. play musical instruments. I was just reading about them online. Yeah, it looks like it's a lot of kind of basically acting, theater. They, they like dress a, up. Yeah, like a mix between yeah. a parade, but also little skits and plays. Yes. And in the early days in, in the Cherryville area, you'll see some of the older pictures that had bowed uh guitars and uh, banjos and so they did ha- play musical instruments we don't play musical instruments now we just say the chant mm-hmm. it's about a three minute speech it's kind of a chant it's a rhythmic type of chant mm-hmm. but we kept the shooting part and the chant part and we actually shot or the mummers did shot for the George Washington, which was the first president in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So that's how long it's been going on. It's basically been going on since, you know, America's been here. And it's how how many years has it been happening continuously? In Cherryville? In Cherryville. At least probably 250 years. I mean, it's it was way before Cherryville was incorporated. Mm-hmm. It, it basically... Years ago, people got grants from the King of England, mm-hmm. like the Wise family got a grant, like a one square mile grant of land from the King of England mm-hmm. up in the Bethpage area, which is in Lincoln County. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the settlers were given land, and, and with that, the traditions came. Mm-hmm. And one of the traditions was New Year's shooting. Mm-hmm. So can you talk about what what is the significance of the shooting part? So. I know there's um, there's some uh, the his, history. There's some talk of uh, making noise so that you ward bad. Th- is that kind of in you, line with what yeah, the shooting is? You won't find any witches in Cherryville. <laughs> That's great. That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about uh, 
scaring away the bad spirits. Okay. The witches. <laughs> so a good, a good way to start the new year and get rid of all the bad spirits and, yeah. and the witches. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Well, Cheryl's been, had some luck, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the early days, of course, they, they made a living off the land right. with crops. And so it's blessing the crops also. Mm-hmm. It's a superstition, but it's blessing the crops. And back in the early days, they walked. So you would walk house to house and and you would take gifts or, or the shooters would receive gifts. And it was a one way of, of being social. Uh, it was actually a way to have a little party and be social for the New Year's holiday. Mm-hmm. And it, now we're social by electronics, but back in early days, they were social by having a little get-together with the New Year's shooting. Mm-hmm. And so that's what you all do now. You go from house to house, right? So how many stops do you have? 50. 51 this year. Wow. How right. long does that take? 19 hours. Oh, <laughs> how do you prepare for that physically? <laughs> I'm, I have to Well, know. I would tell you what I used to do, but I don't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time. you sleep all day the, the, the day before? <laughs> yeah, some of the shooters, they take turns. Like they'll shoot at night, then they'll go home, and mm-hmm. then they'll come by. Okay. And, and so... Uh, you know, not everyone shoots 19 straight hours. I know the officers pretty well go the whole time. And there's a core group that pretty well goes the whole time. And it's uh, by the time we end at Rudisil Stadium there in Cherryville, I mean, we're dragging pretty much. But uh, it's, uh, you know, you you just keep going. Yeah. You know, you just have to stay up all night. And it's it's unique tradition. If mm-hmm. you've never seen it, probably one of the best stops to come would be Rudisil Stadium at 630 mm-hmm. on New Year's Day. And it's a safe way to, sh- to see the shooters because what we're doing is a little dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, it is using muskets, no projectiles, mm-hmm. and they're allowed. So, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, bring earplugs or earmuffs. Mm-hmm. So I- would you equate it to like fireworks, like the sound of fireworks if you're in? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's pretty loud. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's very loud. I noticed I was looking at pictures on your website, and I noticed that you hold the musket in kind of a funny way that I hadn't seen before. You can't hold it to your shoulder. Why is that? It'll break your shoulder. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it'll look, it's got some recoil on oh, it. Oh, yes, so. very much. Mm-hmm. Well, it's dependent on how much pa- black powder. So we use black powder and percussion caps. So it, a lot of it depends on how much black powder you put in the gun. Okay. Some guys will pour it full, the whole barrel full, which is hundreds of times more than it's supposed to be in there. Oh. And so they they overload the guns. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a hand cannon. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go and do your research, the Germans are still shooting some of what they call hand cannons. Okay. And in Germany, they still do it on New Year's, but not to the extent that we do. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting to see that. Have you ever been to Germany to see this happen? No, no, no it'd be cool. Yeah, that yeah. would be really cool. So you mentioned uh, people who don't do their research might over overload with the black powder. Uh, do you, is there any kind of safety training that goes into being part of the New Year Shooters Club? Yes. Yes. All new members go through a safety training and, and we show them how to hold the musket. Mm-hmm. You know, do not put your cap on in the crowd. There's certain levels of safety that we go through and we are shooting black powder, and black powder is a dangerous explosive, but it's probably one of the lowest volatile. It's a slow-burning explosive, so it makes a loud boom, but it's not, you know, it is dangerous, but as far as explosive and pyrotechnics, it's not that bad. And is anyone allowed to shoot other types of 
firearms other than the muskets? No. No, you have to have a original or reproduction Civil War type uh, musket with mm-hmm. a hammer. Mm-hmm. No hunting rifles, no any kind of inline guns. No, no hunting rifle mm-hmm. stuff like that. It has to have a hammer and a, produ- uh, a cap. percussion cap. What does that mean? Charles, you explain it. Well, it, it, a percussion, it, you've got a cap and it's got powder in it. And you put it on what they call a nipple, and it's got a hole in it, and your powder is is in your gun. And when that hammer goes down, it sparks that cap, and the gun goes off. Ah, so the black powder and the whatever you're using as a projectile, those are basically separate things. We don't use projectiles. Right, you don't use the projectiles, yeah. but that's that's the idea behind right. it. So if we were going to shoot at at that wall over there and going to try to kill something, we would put projectile in it. Yep. But you would only put this much powder in it where we put this much powder in it. Oh, because you're going for the explosion. The explosion and the yeah. sound. <laughs> that is really cool. Yeah. So uh, did both of you grow up with this tradition? I've been going 75 years. What, what are some of your favorite memories of doing this growing up? I guess when my dad started me, mm-hmm. I was 10 years old. Oh, wow. It was just a lot of fun to go with him. He, yeah. he taught me how to hold a gun and... Mm-hmm. and uh, we went uh, every year. Sometimes we didn't get to hold the whole route because it had to work, and 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 I was in school some, and so uh, it was just a lot of fun back in those days. It's still fun, but it, I, I think it was better years ago. Oh, <laughs> what made it better? I don't know. It it, uh, it just seemed like it was better when you had more family there. My son used to go; he didn't go anymore. So mm-hmm. I'm the only one out of my family that goes anymore. Yeah. My I... wife used to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, she quit. <laughs> <laughs> and she shot guns, too. Oh. Oh, cool. Yeah, there is a lot of ladies that go. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I grew up in Bessemer City, and I think my family's from Cherville originally and the Krause area. And I've known about this my whole life and I've never been. So maybe yeah. this is the year that I— You should I come think, to the stadium. Yeah. And that's again—that's on January 1st, right? Yeah, at, okay. about 630. And what, what's the name of the stadium again? Brutusville Stadium in Cherville. It's at the uh, high school. Okay. Good to know. There'll be 1,000 people there. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on the weather. You know, if it's rainy, of course, black powder and rain doesn't go together. But we still shoot. We've shot in the pouring down rain, the snow— uh, we had cars and trucks in ditches some years, and we always go shoot. But we have a lot of help, too. The Sheriff's Department helps us, the police departments, and Gaston and Lincoln County and Cleveland County. We have a lot of help from local officials and, and the police just to make sure everything is safe. Yeah, our first stop is at Black's Grill in Cherryville. That's on Highway 150 going to Lincoln, and the Gaston County rules will be there. The sheriff, uh, sheriff of Gaston County and also state troopers will be there. Oh wow! To block the road. That's good. You got a lot of support from local law yeah. enforcement. As well. See, we had what last year five hundred sign up. Well, it was close to four, a little over four fifty. I think four seventy something. Shooters uh, or watchers? Shooters. Uh, members. Members. Oh, members Whoa. to shoot. Oh wow! Now there, I was thinking. there's probably uh, <laughs> there may be. 20 or 30 people that are members that don't shoot, yeah. uh-huh. that just pay their dues just to be a member. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was more like 20. <laughs> no, that's why. <laughs> I, it, I guess it used to be that way. Well, yeah. Charles, when you win, it's probably you know, 20, 30 shooters. 20, 20 or 30 shooters. Wow. I've seen times there wouldn't be 10 people shoot. Wow. 
And I think one reason it's still happening in Cherryville, if you take this tradition and, and put it in the middle of Charlotte or even in the middle of Gastonia, the noise is so loud that people would complain. Mm-hmm. So we shoot in rural areas. Like our first four stops are in the Cherryville area. Then we go up in Vail, Bethpage, mm-hmm. Northbrook, mm-hmm. up in the rural areas. Mm-hmm. And so we don't really bother a whole lot of people. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we, at daylight, we come back into Cherryville area. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So it's a tradition that started kind of in the rural areas and kind of has to remain in the rural, rural areas. And it has even grown over the years, mm-hmm. too. Because yeah, it of, has. Yeah. Yeah. Are yeah. there more stops now than there were in previous years? Not really. No, it's, they're about the same. Yes, yeah, it's, it, it's kept about around yeah. 50. I think yeah. some years mm-hmm. it got up a little over 60 shots. Yeah. But we can't – that's about – Around 50 is all we can handle right. with with the, the crowd and, and trying to get. We have like 20 minutes per stop. Mm-hmm. And so you want to socialize with the people. And then a lot of times they'll give you food or, uh, you know, coffee or whatever. So mm-hmm. we want to spend a little time. Because you're going to people's houses. With the right? hosts. We call them hosts. Oh, okay. And, yeah. And they invite us and uh, they want us to shoot every year. And some families, the Carpenter family, we've shot there well over 100 years Yes, for yeah. them. Mm-hmm. So how do you become a host, or is this just historically these homes are hosts, and or is it families? They asked. Now, we did put a sign-up sheet on our website that you can re- request to be a host, okay. and uh, we've had about probably eight or nine this year already, mm-hmm. but it just depends on where you're located mm-hmm. on the route because mm-hmm. we can't be backtracking. I mean, we can't go five miles out of the way right. so it mm-hmm. has to fit on the schedule mm-hmm. on the shooting schedule interesting because mm-hmm. it's kind of like a it's it's sort of a mobile party mobile get together yeah so that's really that, cool mm-hmm. that sounds like so much fun i can't believe i've just never been to the, <laughs> any of the events yeah. Yeah. well i mean some of some of the people they rent u-hauls that's what i was getting ready to tell oh. them. you know they, they, they party u-haul. in the back of the u-haul they and put sofas back in yeah, oh, wow. sofas and couches <laughs> that's inventive and, uh, you know they're partying down and, <laughs> yeah know, this that, is this is not at all what I imagined growing up. <laughs> I am pleasantly surprised. <laughs> now, you mentioned that there's a chant that it does everyone say the chant at once? Is it one person? Is the one, one chant person who has one, been designated? One person says it, but we got several that do it. Yeah. Um, so what? what's the gist of the chant? What is? It's almost a prayer. Yeah. It's part prayer, part poem, part song, part rhythmic chant mm-hmm. um john newton uh wrote a little part of it or they took it out of time still away poem that he wrote which was the same guy that wrote uh, amazing grace mm-hmm. so, so what so about a, what time period was that written that's 17 it's on the website 1700 yeah, 1700 yeah. Part of that hymn or poem is in there, mm-hmm. and a lot of it's been added. But I know it's that's been said for a couple hundred years, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? It reminds me of um, wassailing. It it's it reminds me of what you're doing because of the the feature of going from house to house on New Year on Year's or around the holiday season. And saying some kind of a chant, um, I, I and this is I think there's a lot of traditions that are sort of similar to this, but mostly back in Europe, um, like you mentioned the um, the mummers plays that kind of thing. 
Uh, bo- both wassailing and this tradition are both started out to bless the crops, right? So yeah. Started yeah. at the same Yeah, the, with wassailing, there's two types. There's a house visiting type, and then there's the orchard visiting type. So they're similarly agrarian roots. I just think it's interesting to see how these traditions are. They're so regional, and they change to fit the place where they live, which is it's just really interesting to see. Um, and pretty cool that we've got such a long-lived tradition here in Gaston County. Yeah, some of the people dress up crazy. I mean, they, there's <laughs> some of them that kind of get a little uh, yeah, comical. They'll put a suit on. Or... Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Top some... hat. <laughs> but it is interesting, and it's um, tradition. It's getting a lot harder with the red tape. You know, we have to have insurance. We have to lease the stadium from Gaston County Schools. Mm-hmm. And there is a little clause that... Uh, the school system, it, it's, it, you know, you can't have firearms on school property, but the, you can, sense. there's a clause in there that says uh, you can have antique firearms for education, mm-hmm. you know, so it is antique firearms with no projectiles. So. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like regardless of the red tape, there's still, your support is growing, right? And your participants oh, yeah. are growing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're about maxed out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what happened. There, there's a couple groups that go around. I think Bessemer City has the Ridge Runners, they call them. It's a, it's a small group. And then there's another group in Cherville called the Traditional New Year Shooters, mm-hmm. which is a smaller group. And uh, It's a break-off of ours. Okay. Yeah, and we're the original group, been around for hundreds of years. And Hal Strap was very instrumental in World War One and World War Two. A lot of the men went off to war and didn't come back. Mm-hmm. So Hal kept it together with just a few guys. Um, and luckily he did because it about died during the war series, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, that that era. Uh-huh. I wanted to ask also, um, why is this tradition meaningful to you? Why do you continue to put effort into it every year? I go enjoy, uh, because I enjoy being with the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, see people that I don't see but once a year. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people are getting up my age and they're – you know, they're going to be gone. I am too one of these days, but uh, I enjoy just meeting the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my son, uh, Winston, he goes. And so he started, I guess, about when he was 16. And that's when I started. I've been going, I think this will be about my 45th year. So, um, wow. yeah, it's Young a lot Street. of tradition Young and families. <laughs> and, and we have little kids. I'm talking about, I mean, they sign them up when they're born. Yeah. We've had like two week year old babies signed up as a member yeah as a member (laughs) but we do have there's been a couple like two or three year olds out there shooting mainly during the daytime Mm -hmm. you know at night we're up in the country and it's dark and you know it's walking through ditches and people's yards and stuff and depend on the elements but yeah i mean it's kind of a family tradition to see uh, the people um every year and, and see the kids go from two years old up to you know, 80, 90 years old. It, yeah. it's, uh, and it's a, it's a tradition, a um, little partying involved and, sh- and uh, making loud noises and shooting. And it, it's kind of an interesting tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you hope uh, for the future of the club and the tradition? Well, I hope it continues to go. Uh, I, I think the only thing that might keep it from going is population increase. Oh. 
um, because we do that we get complaints every year but it's usually from people that move into the area that doesn't know like why is there a war in my backyard <laughs> yeah you know it's, it's because you move from New York and that's what we do uh-huh. and then they're 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 complaining about their pets and it is loud some it does disturb pets a lot of pets run off mm-hmm. yeah that happens with fireworks as well yeah yeah, yeah so kind of how I'm thinking you know I think the population density uh, you know it as long as we stay in the rural areas, we'll be fine. But Cherville was still a population of 6,200 people. If we get in, if it was a 30,000 populated town, we might be able to do something at the stadium, but I doubt they'd let us shoot for 19 hours. You know? yeah. Well, that's like Lincoln. They stopped them from shooting inside the city limits now. Oh, yeah. Because of the noise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a... It's a living tradition. It's already changed, like you said. There used to be banjos. Now there's not banjos. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, um, y'all can find a way to keep the spirit alive. Yeah, we don't. Do, it, it doesn't pollute anything. Now, just like fireworks, there's a big deal on fireworks now, and have drone shows. Mm-hmm. And the drone shows are nice, but there's something about fireworks. But we don't really leave any kind of debris. Uh, the black powder completely burns, and it's just a little smoke and sulfur. It smells like rotten eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a sulfur smell. Yeah, if you put it in your car, I'd shoot that gun. It stinks. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good point. I didn't think about, you know, there's just being no, no debris like there is with fireworks, well, you know. And we also try to keep, if anybody throws anything down, we try to pick it up, a cup or a can or a mm-hmm. bottle or whatever. We, oh, that's we, wonderful. We, we have trash bags, and we try to not make a mess. Yeah. But, you know, it's like having a New Year's party at your house, you know. I mean, you've got to make sure it's cleaned up. and mm-hmm. But people have a good time, but it, we, we make sure everybody's safe. Um, one of our officers bought uh, bought a DUI check. He got a breath alive. And we're going to call it SUI, <laughs> shooting under the influence. So you better not shoot under the influence. <laughs> call it SUI. Well, that's that's wonderful. Well, we appreciate what you do, and you know, you're keeping all the witches and, and bad spirits yeah. and whatnot out of Gaston County. Well, so. I haven't seen a witch yet. Yeah, I haven't either. But yeah, it's just tradition, and like I say, it's uh, been going for a long, long time mm-hmm. in Gaston County, and we're up in the corner of Gaston County. Yeah, and still kind of rural, but we're growing. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, there, yeah. There's some cluster home neighborhoods uh, in the works, and if we shoot one of those 500 home cluster neighborhoods, we'll probably, we'd have the law called on us probably. Yeah. But. And that's happening everywhere now. Did you go to Raleigh with them that time when no, they went? No, they no. went and they didn't tell the governor, and they about got locked up. Oh, yeah. wait, hold on. There's a story here. Yeah, some of the, <laughs> I think they were invited by the House of Representatives, and they shot at the Capitol up there, yeah. but they didn't tell the governor and some of those people and then they wound up uh having the the law called on them because uh, they were shooting a firearm well we yeah. uh, you know just a what, admin oversight well tell. i mean <laughs> what was it four or five years ago when we went to kramer mountain and shot yeah i asked about 10 15 years ago. well okay well, now, we, yeah, we about, called the law had well, well see it was supposed to been cleared out mm-hmm. and by the time we got through shooting here comes the law from every direction <laughs> at kramer oh, no. mountain the golf course <laughs> Oh, no. Well, it is very loud. Yeah. And it if pit- you didn't know what was happening, I'm sure it would be scary. Well, they said they had it, con- uh, you know, they'd already talked to police and everything was okay. All right. But they apparently did. Uh-oh. I mean, I have memories from childhood of, of New Year's and, and my parents saying, oh, that's the New Year's shooters yeah. all the way in White, on White Jenkins Road. So 
Yeah, if it's really cold, ground the, frozen, the sound yeah. travels a lot yeah. farther. Yeah. If it's foggy and and humidity's up, then the sound doesn't yeah. go as far. We okay. also, uh, what is it? About two weeks after, which we invite all our hosts in for a dinner. We oh. we firm mm-hmm. have a dinner for them. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, we raise money. We have we raffle off a musket, uh-huh. and we have a cash raffle, and um, you know we. We're an organization that we're the largest organization in Cherryville, North Carolina, that I know of. Yeah. The largest organized organization. You can go to our website, CherryvilleShooters.com, and there's a lot of information on there. Oh yeah, and there's a really good uh, video on there. As yeah, well, there's a documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So if someone does want to join in on the shooters, um, they got to join the club first. Yeah, you could spectate anytime, but yeah, yeah if you want to join the New Year's shooters, you need to come to a meeting. Mm-hmm. And then sign up, pay your dues. It's fifteen dollars. And then uh, if you're going to shoot a musket, you need to go through the training. Well, y'all stay safe out there this New Year's, and um, good luck staying awake. Yeah, <laughs> I guess with all that shooting, and you're not you're not going to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I generally at the stadium, uh, I'm talking, you know. And somebody said he's drunk. I said, I was not drunk. I just <laughs> I was slurring my words because I've been up all night, you know. And it, you know. If you're up for 24 hours straight or whatever, I mean, you're just kind of in a daze, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's his story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm sticking to it. Well, Happy New Year. And, Happy and New Year. Uh, thank you again for, you know, keeping Gaston County free of free of the badness and yeah, Witches. the evil yeah. spirits. <laughs> the evil spirits. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. It's produced by the Gaston County Communications Office with hosts Janet Schaefer, D'Andrea Bradley, Elizabeth McGee, and Adam Gobb. Joshua Braswell serves as executive producer, and Gavin Stewart serves as field reporter and producer. Please like us and share reviews on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere you get your podcasts.